proceedings, but it could actually backfire. It could lead to a, a backlash that makes it actually more difficult for the government to, to survive. The context, as you said, is, is these growing calls for her impeachment. Of course, also the questioning of Lula himself just a, a week or so ago in connection with this scandal. Um, is he still as popular a figure? Is, is this something that can help her, do you think, at this point? I think his popularity has declined a lot since the high watermark of 2010 when he finished his second term as president where he was about 75%, 80% approval. Now you have polls su suggesting that about half the electorate would never vote for him. So he has lost some popularity. And I think that's the gamble because, uh, you know, in Lula's mind and Jilma's mind, they're probably thinking – um, this will make us bulletproof, we'll, we'll avoid the impeachment, we'll go on with some kind of economic recovery. And, and possibly Lula would even be candidate for president in 2018. But as I say, it's a high-risk gamble because there are lots of other actors that could intervene, that could um, weaken this government or even make it fall. You say economic recovery, that's the other context to all of this, is, is the dire state of Brazil's economy at this moment. Um, what kind of initial reaction has there been yet or, or do you think there will be to this appointment in terms of the Brazilian economy? I, I haven't followed the markets today, but I would imagine that they would be somewhat negative, somewhat apprehensive, because what Lula is saying is that he wants a stimulus. He wants a sort of neo-Keynesian approach. He doesn't want more austerity. He wants to possibly use even the international reserves to inject some fiscal stimulus into the economy. And that's that's not something that mar most market actors are going to think is appropriate at this time. In terms of the power struggle, President Rousseff has played her card, the Lula card. The judge has played his card, leaking this recording. What next? Where does this go? Well, there are three arenas for this struggle. There are the streets, mobilizing protest, and we'll see protests and counter-protests in the next few few days and weeks. There's Congress, which is a committee looking into impeachment, and then there's the courts. So you, could, you will see the impeachment being taken up in the Congress, and that's Eduardo Cunha, the president of the lower house, is the leading actor there. But you could also see the attorney general getting involved. You could and asking the Supreme Court to make a decision about whether this conversation that the that was leaked uh, amounts to obstruction of justice. So it's a very complicated – there are three arenas, and I think Lula and Jilma can afford to lose in the streets. They could have fewer protesters on, on their side than the, the anti-government protesters and still survive as a government. But they, they can't lose too many times in, uh, in Congress or the courts because then, then their government will be, will be finished. Professor Anthony Pereira, the director of the Brazil Institute at King's College London. And in the last few minutes, the AFP news agency has reported that Lula has been sworn in as chief of staff and uh, that there was a pretty tumultuous scene at the presidential palace. According to AFP, a protester shouted, shame. In a world where few countries can feel immune from the threat of jihadist violence, it has become one of the universal questions of our times. How do societies push back against the violent and extremist ideas which have fueled the rise of groups such as the so-called Islamic State? Well, Middle East correspondent Kevin Connolly has been investigating what Arab societies are doing. He begins his series of reports at a school in Tunisia. Good morning. Time for an English lesson at a private school on the outskirts of the city of Tunis. If you're a parent in the modern Middle East, 
One of the best things you can do for your children is to equip them to get out. Do you go to the restaurant? Yeah! What do you eat in the restaurant? Pizza! Pizza! Not all the outside influences washing around the cities of North Africa are as benign as pizza, of course. The science teacher at this school is a doctor from Libya who fled with her two sons because she worried they'd be targeted by recruiters for the so-called Islamic State. Some people were coming to the school and giving like lectures about religion, about what you should do. We're not going to tell you the doctor's name out of concern for her safety, but you sense that she speaks for millions of parents in the Arab world in her fears for her children. It is a dangerous time. I heard many stories, and I don't want that to affect my boys. I'm afraid that they will get things that I don't want them to get. I don't want them to go in the dark where I cannot follow them and bring them back.